Hello fellow runners, Sean Roberts here for another episode of Trail Tales, a running podcast. Right now I'm just uh, out for a nice Sunday run and we're negotiating this little bypass area to get from the road to the trail, kind of zigzags through. Hold on guys, got my kids with me today, two older ones are on their bikes and my littlest is in the stroller, so we're just doing a nice little run today on the gravel paths around town. I think we're five kilometers into it now. David is out uh, doing his own training, getting ready for his marathon, or half marathon in October. So he's out today doing a long run. So didn't want to interrupt his running schedule and uh, we touched base this morning just to figure out what each of us were doing. So I figured I'd just uh, record a little segment here while we're out running. Are you having fun, sweetheart? So that's good. She gave me her stamp of approval. And uh, yeah, it's been nice. I've actually got a running buff on today to cover my ears because it's kind of windy. Even though the sun's out, it's only about 8 degrees Celsius right now. But uh, really nice. We're all dressed warm. Up, up, up the hill, buddy. Up the hill. You can do it. Yeah, that's okay. Your legs are tired. You did 11 kilometers on your bike yesterday. We're about five right now. Keep going. Good job, buddy. Here, I'll give you a little push. There you go. So I just figured it'd be nice to have you guys come along for a little bit of the run. Keep following the path, guys. If you get to the road before me, just stop and wait, okay? You know, I'm not worried about my pace or distance today. We just wanted to go for a run and enjoy the weather. Soon enough, it'll be too cold to take the kids on the stroller and their bike. So, I want to take the advantage, or take the opportunity and advantage of the nicer weather that we still have. And then I uh, foresee myself doing a lot more treadmill running in the garage or or going out on my own in the winter, which I quite enjoy, but don't have the kids with me. Come on, buddy. Good morning. Watch, Caden, maybe just ride your bike now, or walk your bike, rather. Thanks, good morning. All right, guys, we're almost near the road, so we're going to hang a right. Okay, we'll make our way to the park and take a break there. All right, everybody. We'll, uh, we'll pass it over to Dave, and then we'll catch you uh, at the rest of the show when Dave and I get together and uh, do a chat off the road. Talk to you in a bit. Hey, it's David Waters. I'm out on the trail. I'm out on the track and I'm out on the roads today. I've got a long run today, 21 kilometers. So just a normal half marathon on a Sunday. Getting ready for my half marathon race on the 20th of October so I thought I'd put in the miles just watch them you know melt away basically it's a very very easy run today keeping my heart rate extremely low 133 beats per minute which allows me to have a full on conversation. And I'm gonna go into the details as to why I'm running at this very low heart rate. However, I'm not gonna really dive into it on this episode. 
or this little segment that I'm gonna record. Today, you know, it's it's interesting. I mean, I wanted to get out on the on the road just to put in some miles. Again, miles on your feet are really gonna help with your overall fitness. And so today was kind of an experiment in terms of how long can I run without taking in any nutrition. So that's no goo, no goos, no gels, nothing like that. I have a handheld 16 ounce water bottle with me. And that's it. And I'm finding it extremely easy. You know, I haven't like my, my pace has been well, I don't even, well, I'm not even really looking at my pace. I'm just looking at my heart rate. So I don't even know what my paces are. However, it feels flipping easy. It feels good. I'm about, oh, I don't know, about 14K in. I was on the track for a while. Just kind of looping around. However, I'm on the roads now with some hills and that always starts to spike my heart rate so you got to reduce the pace or to reduce your cadence which is basically reducing your stride that you run at to a lower one and sometimes it feels like you're stopped and you're running in place it is what it is trying to figure out where my fitness is at so when I run my marathon it'll my heart rate obviously will be much higher because I'll be racing we'll see what I can do hello and welcome back to trail tales a runner's podcast Today's episode is number three in our season two, and Sean and I finally get together and we get to talk about our 50 kilometer run that's coming up. We also talk about using essential oils for running and to mitigate pain, injuries, and things of that nature, along with a couple of spots in there uh, for our local community. We like to give back to our local community and we're going to be doing a couple of shout outs uh, every week uh, to our followers on Instagram. So that's a, a cool thing. And then we've got some random thoughts in there to kind of start off with. So with, uh, with no further ado, let's uh, dive But yeah, so this this ultra running book is kind of a cool idea um just cracking it for the first time and i just wanted to see what the uh what the training plan was in it yeah so i mean considering that it's the 11th that we're going to do it right yeah so yeah <laughs> it is so this episode of trail tales uh welcome we're uh live from the trail tales office aka my kitchen so. <laughs> Sean Roberts and uh, Dave Waters here for Trail Tales, a running podcast. And yeah, so um, we set the date for the for our 50K. It's going to be on November 11th, which is uh, one of the two dates I have available in November to run. So it's kind of... You it's know, happening on a this, Monday. This is the day I'm going. Whoever shows up is there and <laughs> that's going to be it. But uh, it, was, it was funny. I was r- driving home from work the other night. And it was about, well, the other morning, it was about uh, one, 1.15 in the morning, right? When my shift is over, I'm driving through, and I'm like, why don't I just do this at Island Lake? Because the original thought was, well, we do the, I would do the rail trail. And I know I've gone on some runs there before, and there's some jagged rocks, and I know my feet were going to take a beating. And then I was thinking, well, then I have to go out there and maybe leave myself some little, like, drop bags of nutrition or water and stuff. And that, you know, it's just a big ordeal. And I thought, Island Lake is perfect. 
The loop around there is just around 10K. I thought, well, I can leave all my stuff in the car and that can be my aid station every time I loop around, stop at the car. And if something bad happens, we're not too far away from the car, right? So yeah, it sounds good to me. I mean, I've I figured done, that would be good. Yeah, I mean, I've done it there when I was training for Boston, um, I think 2015, or was it 16? Anyways, um, 2016, um, I did uh, 30K yeah. there and it was, I think it was summertime then. Dude, it was like 35 degrees. Brutal. The, the humidity was like 100%. I'm just, I'm, I'm dying. Yeah. And we started early, but it didn't matter. It felt like I was in a sauna. It yeah. was so hot. So we used the, so when you said, you know, why don't we just do it on leg? I'm like, it's perfect. Yeah. You know, so like, okay. So Monday, which Remembrance Day, which yeah. is always a good day to remember while we run. Yeah. What time do you want to start? I haven't even asked you this. I know, I know. Um, well, the earlier the better. I figure this is going to take a good chunk of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I think, you know, I'm thinking like a 7 a.m. start, 6.30 start, like something early. It'll still be dark out, so I might need some headlamps for the first few laps. Yeah. Would you have a headlamp? I do. Okay, I cool. I'm, I'm good. So, I mean, we could start at 6.30. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'll have to. Victor's coming, eh? Yeah, yeah so, that's awesome. So he's going to come. Um, so I'll just confirm the time with him. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be... For myself, anyways, I'm getting off work the night before. So this is we're, this is how kind of I do things, right? Like we always said from first episode, fly by the seat of our pants. So this is actually some planning because we've picked the date and we picked the location. There's some planning involved there. But this is my stretch of working 72 hours in a week. So I'm going to be working three days of 12-hour shifts. I have Monday off and I go back on Tuesday for three more shifts of 12 hours each. So 72 hours in a seven-day period. And we're going to put the 50K in the middle. <laughs> so it's going to be it's going to be interesting, you know. And uh, I mean, I know that it's going to be hard and I'm going to be sore. But hey, you, know, you know what? Care. One thing I have learned just with a lot of the training that I've been doing last little while, slow. Ah, oh, yeah. Slow. Because when you run slow, you've got all the fuel you need in our fat cells. We've got That's everything it. we need, right? So the slower you go, the longer you'll last. Yeah. The faster you go, you're just going to burn out you'll fizzle, down. and you're going to be so. I mean, you're going to be sore the next day anyways, but yeah. you'll probably be less sore if you're running at a slower pace. Yeah, and, and that's just it. Um, you know, nice and slow. I think, you know, near the end, I'll probably have uh, my biggest issues will be like pain in my knees and my groin and kind of like in the hip area. That's what I experienced on that uh, the marathon run I did last year, two years ago now. But I, you know, I went up on 30 side road where it's all hilly and I was kind of going at a bigger pace and I was untrained for that too. I just figured, okay, it's a good day to go do this. And, uh, like my body, my legs just kind of broke down over the, just past the halfway part. Right. So this time, yeah, I figure if we just go nice and slow, you know, we're not, it's not a race. We're not going to be breaking any speed records or anything like that. And, uh. Just hit, just hit the distance. That's the only goal. It doesn't matter how we, how we make it, right? So just hit the distance and be done with it and, you know. Use, and then use that to continue training-wise. Oh, yeah. So absolutely. that way when we decide to figure out what the next adventure is, we've got that base. We've got that kind of built up. Exactly. Because the worst thing is to kind of let all that go and just do it once and then go, oh, okay, then I'm back to like one or two K a day. No, you know exactly, I mean? exactly. If you can kind of build and at least have that base to yeah. hold it. To use that to the next one. So I'm thinking for myself, when I'm running Scotia half this Sunday, which is October 20th. So I'm running it. I don't necessarily know if I'm going to run it. I'm not running it at my heart rate that I've been training at. Yeah. I'm going to properly like run. And I don't even know what that pace is. You see how you feel kind of thing? But it's going to be a total feel thing, right? So I might I know my heart rate will skyrocket up, which is which is fine. But as long as my base training is always at you know yeah, at yeah. one thirty eight, I'm I'm good with that. So yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens. But I think if I use use that as a training run, which will lead into you know a couple of weeks later, yeah, it's just a perfect transition. So if I if I keep myself from going crazy and ridiculous then it's a perfect run to build up, okay, now my next weekend will be, you know, 20, whatever. Like, just use yeah. it as training. Exactly. I think that's that's a great strategy. Um, for myself, what I've been doing over the past three weeks anyways is I've kind of changed my regimen up instead of the kind of 
just running sporadically or whatnot. I'm doing it so every day, whether I'm working or not, I have my mornings at home, right? So that's, that's my one consistent thing I have yeah. with my schedule is every morning I'm home until a certain time, whether or not I'm working or not. So I'll pick like, you know, day one, okay, this is the day I'm going to run. What that run looks like depends on how I feel and what I've been doing, right? So if it's going to be kind of in the morning and I'm shorter on time, I'll probably do like interval runs where I just kind of pick up the speed, try to get an intense run in in like 20, 30 minutes, and then I'm good to go for the day or whatever. Um, if I have time, usually in the evenings when the kids are in bed, you know, I'll go out in the garage. It'll be two hours, two and a half hours sometimes, and just go on the treadmill and do that and try to get a long run in on the treadmill and watch Netflix while I do it so I don't go crazy. Um, so day one will be like a run. Day two, I'll do um, a body weight exercise or something, right? So I'll do like a body weight workout or I'll kick my bag in the garage or I have some light weights and bands like um, elastic bands and stuff like that. So I'll do that. Then I'll do another run the next day. And it's kind of interchange each kind of day. One day will be a stretching day. And if I'm not feeling it, like yesterday, I was really kind of sore down in the legs in my piriformis. So I'm like, I'm, today's a rest day. So I'm just kind of doing it like that. But at least I have some consistency. So it's like the run. The exercise, the run, the exercise, maybe a rest day here or there, right? And I think what this is, I think what this is really going to show to our listeners and for everyone else that kind of comes that, you know, hasn't listened to any of our shows is you can achieve anything that you set your mind to and it doesn't really matter what times are. I mean, the time goals are whatever you impose on yourself, exactly. right? However, everyone can achieve these distances or whatever. And I think we can prove this because with your type of training, my type of training, Victor's type of training, we're all coming to it from a different, I don't know, we're all living our lives. We all have our jobs. We're yeah. all doing our things. And I think we're all coming to do this exact same distance, same location. It's just going to be able to show it at a different level to say, hey, all you people, you can do this. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like there's no right way or wrong way. If you want to be, if you want to get a better time and you want to, you know, yeah, obviously there's a certain way to train, but if you just want to get a distance in, yeah. you can walk, crawl, run, sprint, whatever you want to do. You're going to, you're going to get to the end. Exactly. Right? And, and that, that's where my mindset is right now. I'm not, I'm not doing this at, at a competitive level, right? This is just a personal challenge. That's all it is. So I don't really care about the time. Maybe second time, third time around, then I start looking at the times, right? But for, I think for the first time especially, it's just, I want to see if I can do this. Because right now, it's a big question mark. Huge, I don't know. It's a, it's a huge question mark for I me too. I don't know, right? So yeah. like, I'm thinking, I'm just going to be like, it's going to be slow, right? And that is great. And then if we're feeling good, maybe near the end, pick it up a little bit. But I do not want to burn myself out too early because then we won't finish oh i know or i won't finish i know that for sure well so. and we'll keep everyone accountable like we're doing this together yeah right this is not for us to prove anything other than we can go the distance exactly so however slow that looks dude i've been running really slow you've seen what on strava what i've been running yeah like that's really slow yeah i mean i was out today and i did my math test it was like 653, sorry, 643, 653, 713. Yeah. That's slow. But that's my heart rate. Yeah. The longer you go, your heart rate continues to rise, right? The further the distance. Yeah. So my heart rate, I can see being, if I, if I said, hey, I'm going to do this whole thing at my heart rate, right? I can see it getting slower and slower and slower and slower, but my heart rate stays the same, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, that's, that's a wonderful way to train. However... Is it going to be like that when we're out there? Gabe, who knows what? Who knows? Who knows yeah. what the day's I'm, I'm excited look like. for it. If, so if, am I. if we just don't get any rain, that'll be great. That'll be a bonus, right? But I think if we get rain, it just kind of adds to the whole grit factor. Yeah, the whole grit, the whole misery, the whole. Well, you know what's funny <laughs> when you when you're out there sometimes in the in the very horrible weather, it does kind of make you feel tougher, right? It's like I'm still out here, right? Nobody else out here, and I'm getting hailed on or rained on, and. You know, it's, it's going to be exciting. So this weekend um, coming up, we're going away to my in-laws up near Bob Cajun. So I'm going to probably try to get in a long run on that weekend, which will help if I can, you know, think in like 25, 30 kilometers, if I can do that, will be good. Um, and then just, you know, like today I did nine on the treadmill, just in the garage. And I wasn't really looking at the distance because I was running it slow. The kids were out there with me. They were playing with the toys and I was on there. I was like, I just want an hour on my feet. So I did that, right? So. And I think when you're, when you're looking at these longer distances, 
it is just time on your feet. Yeah, that's all it is. That's what I'm trying to think too, right? I'm not looking at my pace or how far I'm going to use time on my feet. And, you know, I don't know. Like in my head, I'm thinking like seven hours is probably going to be It'll probably the be, time, maybe even longer, yeah. right? Just somewhere around there. If we get, you know, if we gauge under a work hour a week, Right. Yeah. Or sorry, not work hour week. Work hour like day, during the day. Exactly. Right? So eight, hours, as, as long as it's under eight hours, I think we're doing fine. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we we eight hours for me is only three quarters of my shift anyway. Well, so. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You're used to like these yeah. long days. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. You know what? Anyone that is listening, if you're interested in in joining us, we're going to be doing it at Island Lake, uh, which is in Orangeville. It's right across, literally from. The Tim Hortons, right on Highway 10 there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can look it up. You can find your way there, and we'll be parked at the here Ontario parking lot, like across. It's like uh, Hockley Valley Road. We park right. Is in that there. where we're parking? Yeah. Okay, I was thinking park. we were going to park right where the entrance is, right in Orangeville. Is that no, free parking up there? It's, oh yeah, washroom is there. Everything. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a perfect spot. All right. So. Um, and we'll loop from by that. Oh yeah, we okay. go. Because I've never parked there. Yeah, we go by it every Perfect. day. Perfect. Okay. Good. Yeah, so it works out fine. So yeah, you can get there. So if you're thinking about it, and you're coming north on Highway 10, you get to the lights at Hockley Valley Road, which is just north, like by one light of uh, of Orangeville itself. Hang a right, drive down there. Just stay straight. The the road will kind of curve to the left. Just keep on going straight. It's the first entrance on the right hand side. Drive to the end. There's a parking lot there. That's where we're going to be. Yeah, and obviously, we're not asking you to come run 50 kilometers with us. But if you want to come do a loop with us, you know, preferably near the end so we can get the mental support. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to need it. Yeah. Um, no, but if you want to come at any point, I was going to reach out to people and see if you want to come and just run run one loop, right? You have some people that want to come out and run or half or whatever. Yeah, right? for sure. I mean, be for, good to for all you people who are working shift work and uh, are, is on Sean's schedule. Yeah. <laughs> or you got a day off. Then yeah. yeah. That's the uh, thing, eh? With, with my schedules and stuff, you kind of build your life around your work schedule, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the way it has to kind of go. And my work schedule is all over the place. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man. Okay, but so that's, that's this, cool. I have to say this because it's just... It's cheesy... But it's going to be on Remembrance Day, so it's going to be a run to remember. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I had to see it. That's awesome. <laughs> a run to remember. Oh, or forget, boy. depending on... <laughs> uh, forget, but you'll never forget it. No. Because it's time to remember it. You'll, you'll always remember that day. Exactly. So exactly. Anyway, it's kind of cool. Maybe cheesy, but it's still good. Yeah. Oh, cheesies. That might be a good snack to put in the car. <laughs> I think I'm definitely going to pack a couple peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for myself and maybe a can of Coke. We'll see. Yeah. I'm excited to see what we're going to pack I, for like snacks. I know, man. It's, it's, that's, the, that's the fun part, right? right? That's the fun part of what you're going to fuel with, right? So yeah. I've got some ideas of things I'll probably throw you know, in. And I'm wondering, like, are we going to are we gonna stop at the car every lap or are we going to go two laps and then stop? Like, you know? I'm sure put some gels or something in our pockets oh, while yeah. we're out there, but you know, when do we stop for I mean here nutrition? Well here's the here's the here's the thing. We I should mean, really probably read this book before we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually we have the we have uh, uh, Hal Corner's uh, book uh, Field Guide to Ultra Running. Uh, I bought that a number of years ago, just haven't really opened it yet. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I brought it over today because I thought I'd show <laughs> it to Sean. <laughs> so so Dave, technically they say, you know, and Ultra marathon is anything beyond a marathon distance. Yes. In my mind, I'm always thinking 50 is kind of the the ultra realm. In between like 42.2 and 50 is kind of like a gray area. But yeah. if let's say we read 42.3, hey. boom, <laughs> there's our ultra. Hey, could be, could be. But I, I've always, in my mind, I've always it's had always, like 50 is like the benchmark, right? Yeah, and I think people tend to like, the, once you start getting to those distances, people like to work with even numbers. So yeah. they'll say a 50K or a 50 miler, a 100K, a 100 miler. You know, they don't say, oh, I'm going to run a, an 80K race. You know, let's say you're going to run a 50 miler. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So exactly. that's typically what they say. And, you know, and you got some of the, some of the really elite guys. And, you know, Yenos Kuras, he's like the guy who has got like so many records for the longest furthest running and the fastest and yeah. this guy's a, like a beast he's got records you know he's from greece he said an ultra marathon is is 100 miles and above 
nothing lower than that. Yeah. Right? Because it challenges the mind, right? So, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see how we feel. And But like I said, I mean, they're only 10-kilometer loops, right? And I always thought, you know, when you run 10 kilometers, I'm like, you know what? If you run 10 kilometers, you can run another 10 kilometers, mm-hmm. right? If you break it down, it's not so hard, Yeah. right? Until you actually start doing it and you're like wow okay so that second 10k wasn't like the first 10k yeah, and then when you do harder. the third 10k is not like the it's like wow like it get it can get really challenging yeah yeah and when when you think about it, except break it down it's okay you know five loops i can do that five is a small number but mm-hmm. then yeah once you're doing it and you start like you know your body starts breaking down a little bit and you start feeling feeling little pains here and there and whatnot it's uh it gets hard right like one kilometer can feel like five kilometers when you really start kind absolutely of and everything. the one thing that i have noticed though when you run at like that slower pace right when you start running at, at your your maximum heart rate using the maffetone method when you run at that that heart rate it, it is totally different because mm-hmm. you're not burning any any um glycogen at all like yeah. you're not burning any you stay in that zone it's all full-on fat and i went out and i've done a number of half marathons at that pace and i finished went home had a glass of water felt good and then that's fine and then i kind of did my day and i didn't even eat yeah i wasn't even hungry because i you you get ravenous when you start going and you're burning through all your sugar storage right i had none of that so if we stay in that zone we should be fine. Yeah. Like three. I mean, yeah. Obviously, we're not going to be in that zone all the time, but you know, I think we're going to be okay. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. I'm. I'm. Like I said, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be. It's going to be a challenge. You know. I think just the. The time of it is going to be the hard thing to. To wrap your head around, right? Like going to be out there for that amount of hours. Well, I guess the other thing is is maybe make a note saying, look. This is what I need Dave and Victor to say to me while we're doing this. Like when it starts to get hard yeah. and you're like, oh man, like we're like 35. I'm done. I just want to yeah. call it quits. You know, letting me know ahead of time what's going to work to kind of motivate you. Yeah, yeah, Kind exactly. of keep, keep on going. Yeah. You let you, you know, think about what those things could yeah. be, right? It brings me back to when I, when I went out and did that marathon distance and uh, it was a nice day. And then it started snowing and getting really cold, and I was underdressed. I think I told you a story already mm-hmm. before, but I got to a certain point where instead of like counting up with my mom, I started counting down, right? It's like, oh yeah, I've only got 50 more to go. Like, I'm getting closer, right? Yeah. You start counting down, it seems more doable. And uh, then when I had like 9K left, like I was, I was in misery. But <laughs> the thing that motivated me was I'm never doing this again, and I don't want to have it unfinished. So I'm just going <laughs> to do I'm it. I'm just going to get it done and be, be done with this, you know? Stupid idea. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's 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 the idea, man. Fifty k is a good distance, and I think yeah. I think I think most people can achieve it. And uh, how you how you feel at the end? Well, that's all going to depend on your training and you know what you fueled with, like just the whole day. And the other thing that a lot of people don't realize um, in our local area, but Island Lake is. It can be, you've got elevation gain mm-hmm. in a number of places in there, right? And you don't, you don't really think about it when you're running it. And you've got, you know, it's soft on, the, on, on, your, on your joints, which is great. But you've yeah. got some, some um, seven bridge crossings, yeah, right? And depending on, you know, time of the morning, it, they could be a little icy. They could be, you know, who knows what, what could happen. Right? Mm-hmm. In November, we could have a ton of snow. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So who knows what, what it's going to be like. Yeah. All I know is it's going to be fun to spend time with friends and we're out there for for a while on our feet and, and we're going to do it. Right? Yeah. So It'll be a good day. It'll be fun. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. So um, I mentioned earlier, you know, like the, for me anyways, like I'll, I'm worried about my knees kind of just getting sore and, and my groin and stuff. So... I'm sure I'm not the only person who gets pains and stuff when they're running. For me, I just kind of, when I'm done with it, I think I'm actually going to take some pre-run Tylenol and Advil before I leave <laughs> and maybe have another pack in the car because we're going to be out there long enough for a second dose. But but for yourself, like, so you, you're an essential oils guy, right? Yeah. And, and you kind of use those. So why don't we talk about that a little bit and what sure. you kind of do to kind of help your body keep moving? Mm-hmm. Sure. 
Well, there's some that I would use. Uh, I would go to uh, I would go to well, what's called cabaiba, and it comes from four trees in Brazil, and it's one of the DoTerra's oils that I use, and it's fantastic. It's uh, it's a great anti-inflammatory. Okay. So that's one that I'll uh, I'll definitely be taking. These are topical. You don't ingest them, right? Oh yeah, no, you ingest them. You ingest these? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. They're fully. You can take these fully internally. Okay. Right? Like they have a lot that you don't take internally, but there's a whole. You can cook with them. Okay. Yeah, you got basil, coriander, you got lemon, so uh, peppermint. Food, food grade stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're they're above actually food grade. Oh wow. They're better than food grade. Um, so yeah, so it, that's a, that's kind of a cool cool aspect when you start thinking about what you can do. The other thing that um, you can actually go ahead and sure. <laughs> no, no, keep we, talking, no, keep we, no, we can take a break if you want. We're good. She, she just needed a big hug. My daughter's here on my lap now. She's just getting some cuddle time. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. So yeah, so uh, the other thing that I would uh, use um, is peppermint. Peppermint is, it's great. You should wear that on the run because well, you're going to smell like a candy cane. I'll yeah. taste you. <laughs> well, I have, it on, I have it on me right now, actually. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I would put on is uh, Deep Blue. So anyone that uses like Rub A535 or BioFreeze or any of those things, it's got all kinds of chemicals and a lot of not so fun stuff in it uh so i usually use um doTERRA's deep blue okay uh, deep blue there's no chemicals there's no no anything in it it's it's a fantastic cream that you can put on it totally cools literally cools it down warms it up and then cools so it it's down. kind of like that icy hot stuff they have but um i guess a more natural yeah it's um, and it's very fast acting. Okay. So like, you know, there's some people who have arthritis in their hands and stuff like that. It's fantastic for that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to be rubbing it on, the, on, on my back, yeah. like on the, the base, my lower back. Um, and it'll probably be on my calves for sure. There's no doubt. Uh, so for, for aches and pains, that's definitely what I'll be using. What you'll probably smell from me in the morning is... Um, Easy Coffee air. and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll probably smell um, eucalyptus. Yeah. Um, I tend to uh, to use eucalyptus, but there's also another oil. It's called like Easy Air, so you can put it on your chest. It's like Vicks, right? Okay. You rub it on your chest. Same kind of consistent like substance, like a no, no, no. It's oil. It's, not, a, it's just it's just an oil. Like and a, a, like a bomb. No, 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 it's not greasy or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it opens the airways, and it literally can just drain your sinuses like just you could put a little bit here under your nose and literally within less than a minute everything's draining out nice it's it's fantastic for that so yeah so i tend to use that as well um i use motivate that's another one that they have again it has a little bit of peppermint and it. it's kind of like a instead of coffee i'll use i'll use that okay it kind of gets me going for the day type of thing so those are those are some of the ones that I'd be using uh, when I'm on the trail. But there's a lot of things that I use ahead of time, yeah. so to help my immune system, right? Because you know we're runners, and you know you're running a lot and stuff. You you know kids are getting sick back. You know they're back at school. Yeah. They come and oh, they bring all kinds of stuff home, right? And you having being a father of you are gonna get you know sick at some point oh yeah so there's another oil that again you can take internally it's called uh, on guard okay so i'll use that um i use that every single day so it helps it helps my immune system stay strong yeah so that's you know another uh, uh thing that i normally do every day and then again it, it, as well as you know vitamins that i use as well they got a line called lifelong vitality it's got all your omegas all your vitamin d I mean, you name it, everything you need, you've got it in there, and it's all a clean source. It's yeah. not from any petrochemicals. There's no additives in there that shouldn't be. Like it's literally whole foods is what yeah. it is. So it's it's a it's fantastic, and it's I've noticed a big difference in in my in my training with and uh, and keeping me on track. So yeah, those are some of the things that that I've been kind of using. And that, that's kind of your, your game plan and keeps you keeps you going. Eh? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I won't, I, 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 I just won't steer off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll pretty much stay online. and. It's part of your regimen now, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Cool, buddy. So Sean's being father right now, so he just has to answer some questions. <laughs> You're out of Lego? 
Daddy, oh, you spelled Lego with your Lego. That's awesome. It's backwards. Daddy. Now I see it. <laughs> That's pretty I want awesome. Okay. I want it. Go get it. <laughs> see this. See this is the this is the part that I this is the part that I love. Hold on, sweetheart. <laughs> this is the part that I love. You got you got kids. It's like what, why don't we take a break just for a second because to answer we'll be right back questions. Okay, that's hers. And we're back. And we're back. So I just, dude, I just opened just opened our book and I just turned to a page. And it says recovery drinks, and it says beer. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I got a, actually a funny story about that recently. So I have a, my partner I work with. His name's uh, Luciano Serafino, and he's uh, he's a competitive cyclist. He's he's forty seven. So he rides in the masters division, but he's been cycling his whole life. And he just recently competed in the in the indoor national competition um, in his classification at the Velodrome in Milton, and uh, his team got uh, third place. And it was a team pursuit, I think. And he was pretty proud of himself because for that race, he had the fastest third section in the entire country. So he was happy with that. Anyways, he was, he's, he's consistently looking at ways to change his training up. And he's very competitive. And I kind of learned a lot from him and watch kind of what he does with his strategies and stuff. And he was telling me that um, he had read recently that the best recovery drink to have after a big effort is beer. <laughs> and the reason is... So it's because you're kind of dehydrated and you have the beer dehydrates you further. You have a hangover the next day. So the only thing you want to do is a recovery ride <laughs> instead of overtraining. So it kind of, kind of keeps you humble. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're still going to feel well. So all you want to do is a recovery effort. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Oh, Anyways, I had to give a shout out to him. So he just got that, uh, that medal a couple of weeks ago. So pretty proud of him and he's he's obviously happy with that too so oh yeah man. he that, wanted to medal he's always been so close to the pole he's like all i want to do is medal this race and he did so oh that's flipping awesome mm-hmm. well that's cool man that's cool yeah um so going back to our um kind of regimen in terms of your oils and stuff because i didn't want to get off that just yet but you know from time to time sometimes we come down with an acute injury right like we always day to day it's like you have little pains and little things that come up and you just manage those things but like an acute injury right mm-hmm. like i don't know sprained ankle sprained knee tendonitis whatever bruising, yeah something that that's ankle. happened fast yeah what's your kind of you know do you stick to the to the rest ice elevation type stuff like do you use NSAIDs yourself or, or over the counter medications or do you stick like I don't natural stuff I don't use any medication at all do you stick to natural stuff I just stick to natural stuff unless it's unless it doesn't unless it's not working yeah then I will literally go and be like if I need to be on antibiotics then I will be on antibiotics Um, if I need to but I do not use it for every like if I have strep throat okay and and things aren't working then yeah it's not something I'm going to mess around with yeah 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 right so I never put myself like in a dangerous situation like right. that. I'm, I'm very, you know, cognizant of you know, what things can help and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, I had um, tendonitis um, in, in my Achilles and okay. I, it just, it was, it was sore. So yeah, I mean, I'll just reach for lemongrass. Lemongrass. Right? Lemongrass and marjoram. Um, I'll put that little bit of fractionated coconut oil, just put it on, a couple of drops, rub it on. Let it be. Are you and do, oh yeah, do that three times a day. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, so I mean, so little little things like that, right? If I have bruising, I'll put on some like helichrysum, um, some cypress. Uh, it'll help with. I don't that. even know what half the stuff is, but it's fascinating. That's, <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. I mean, uh, I can always I can always show you um, at some point, but yeah. I mean, so I incorporate that. I mean, I've had like, every day. I mean, if I get um, stung by a bee, yeah, I'm putting. I'm putting uh, peppermint and lavender. Be sting gone. Really? Literally. Nice. Gone. Um, or if uh, the smell of uh, lavender, some people don't like it, then I'll use pedigree. It's just a different a different oil that I can use. Yeah. Some come from fruits, some come from flowers, some come from the rind of the of the root. They never use the juice. It's always just the rind. Okay. And then it's compressed and they... they they heat it up and they actually extract the oil from it. Oh, wow. And they do it worldwide. Uh, it's a fantastic uh, company. So, yeah, I started selling the, the, uh, the oils a number of years ago. And 
I haven't, I've used it in every single thing that I do in my life. Yeah. So whether you have that strain headache, same type of thing, right? You can put peppermint on your temples. Um, you can use this uh, proprietary oil called past tense, rub it along your that line of your forehead. Mm -hmm. um, it literally, it, it just, it will take it away, which is fin. You know, it's really, you know, when you need that on some of those days, yeah, yeah, it really, really works. Well, so, so yeah, I just, I like to, you know, give my internals a break from a lot of the pharmaceuticals because I know a lot of people turn to ibuprofen like you were talking yeah. about, right? I, I tend now to just steer away because I know all the alternatives that work really well. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just, it, it's, and I ice, I ice, I elevate. Yeah. I do those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but in conjunction with. With all that stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm, see, we're different in that regard because I'll stick to my Tylenol and Advil. And I mean, like, I'm a medicine guy, right? So yeah. it's kind of what my job is, but, uh, well, a portion of it anyways, but, uh, Oh, I dude, mean, you do so much, man. Okay, like you got sixteen hours. <laughs> dude, you're like the front line, right? Well, yeah, I guess, yeah. But you know, so I mean, we have a bag of medication that we use for emergency stuff too. But a lot of a lot of our stuff now is on you know we focus a lot on, on pain management, and decreasing pain and suffering, right? So, mm -hmm. um, you know, they've recently added things like uh, acetaminophen or ibuprofen or commonly known as Tylenol and Advil to that. So, but for me, like I said, um, if I have a bad day. You know, this job wears you down after 16 years, right? Like, I've got arthritis in my shoulders now and stuff. So, I mean, I pop a couple Tylenol and Advil together and I'm good to go, right? Like, like that helps and it's, it's effective for me, right? And the, the biggest risk with the ibuprofen stuff is your blood pressure, right? If you take it for a consistent basis, it can elevate your blood pressure, which increases your yeah. chances for stroke or heart attack, right? So, I mean, I monitor that. But, I mean, being active and stuff like that, it helps kind of keep all those things in check anyways, right? So, yeah. I don't... Just don't take too many. Well, no, you don't... No, obviously not. Um, but I usually stick to taking those when I'm having like bad day, right? Or yeah. it's like really sore. Otherwise, um, I'll stick to, to stretching or doing some yoga or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I, I found a lot of stretches that really help with my back and stuff, right? Like if I'm having a bad back day, you know, I'll do that. You know, the pigeon pose in yoga, yep. I, that thing. I couldn't do it before, right? Yeah. I could barely get into it. So I'll get into that stretch and I'll sit there for maybe not even a minute, like 30, 40 seconds. And it really just helps. Like, it's almost like instant relief. So if I can... No, you did yoga? That's awesome. Occasionally. It's it's from the Nike Training Club app. I don't know how to do yoga, but it shows me how to do it on that app on my it. phone. And I do it, right? See, so, I'm learning all kinds of stuff by well, trying right now. I had that app on my phone for years and I never use it. And then maybe three or four years ago, I started using it. I, I kind of do one every day. It takes the thinking out of your exercise and just show you. So yep. I do that. And it's almost like an instant relief for my back. It's usually my, my biggest problem. Um... You know, the shoulders and things like that, like I can't really do much for those. So that's if I'm having like bad shoulders, like their arthritis, that's when I'll take the towel and Advil. Thankfully, it's not too often right now anyways. Yeah, well, that's... Um, we'll see how, as the years it's, progress, it's, it's, <laughs> how it's, it goes. Well, it's amazing to see, you know, what you, like our jobs, like what it entails and, and how physical your job is. Like it's extremely physical, right? I mean... Well, it, see, that's the thing. It, the problem with my job is, is we can have lulls in our day. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're, we'll record a podcast, but mm -hmm. hey, if I got a break, like yep. I might be okay for an hour or two. We can have days where we don't do anything for six hours and all of mm -hmm. a sudden you have to go. The problem with my job is, is that you're stagnant. You're not moving. You're watching Netflix, you know, or they have recliners in our stations. There's a TV there. There's not much to do when you're in that station. So you're going from zero to hundred really quick because when those tones go off and you have to go to a call, you know, if, it, if it's a call where somebody's trapped or whatever, you got to lift or do some sort of awkward carry, um, you're going to hurt yourself, right? Because you're not warmed up. You're not ready to go. So one of the things I had been working on for a number of years was to try to help combat that and keep us mobile at work. So long story short, we have like exercise mats and, and rubber bands and stuff to kind of work out and exercise and stretch like light stuff while we're on duty. Cause we don't have the luxury of having gyms at our stations and being able to work out just the nature of our job. It doesn't allow for that. So at least there, you know, you can do a 15 minute routine kind of thing. So I try to do that when I'm at work too, just to kind of stay limber unless, and and well, to, to help prevent injury and stuff. Right. So, well, unless you're deciding to do one of your, one of your workouts and run around the whole entire place. Oh, run around the building for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> that was I've done awesome. That before too. Yeah. Well, yeah, my running streak and, you know, in the wintertime, I'll run, I'll run around inside the garage. There's two ambulances parked in there. I'll just run around, you know, 30, 
whatever, 30 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever I can get in just to do something, right? I like try to be active. I remember, I, you know, it's so, funny the things you have to do, right? Yeah. Um, I remember uh, doing an open house for a client of mine and they had like three stories. This was a number of years ago and, and uh, to keep busy, um, I, instead of just kind of standing there and uh, not doing anything, I literally just walked all the way up the stairs, walked all the way down, walked all the way up. Yeah. And I did that for like two hours. And I think well, I got a couple of people came in. But for the most part, that's literally all I was doing all day was up and down, up yeah, and down. Yeah. It was fantastic, right? Yeah. And you don't even think about that, right? I mean, I'm, I'm more of an outdoors guy. Like you put me on a treadmill and I just want to cry, yeah. right? Uh, throw me outside and say, hey, go do 50K. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just, I'd rather be outside and I feel like I'm going somewhere. Oh, absolutely. That, I think that's it. always a preference, right? Yeah. It's, but like you said, like sometimes you don't have that luxury. That's so right. So like you said, I'm going to go up and down the stairs for two hours. And I've done it in that staircase right there. I've yeah. gone up and down, you know, half an hour up and down the stairs, whatever. I've yeah. run around the living room. The kids will chase me. And yeah. that's a great thing. Like, you know, with the kids, they'll, they'll get in on it. The other day I was doing my, my exercise routine. I was doing push-ups, and my daughter was like, Daddy, can I go on your back? Because that's what we do. So, you know, if I'm doing any sort of stretching or something, planking, push-ups, they like to get on my back. The bigger they get, the harder it is for me. But but it's fun, right? Yeah. So And then they'll do it with me. Like if I'm doing a yoga routine, they'll try to mimic the stretches with me or whatever. So it's kind of neat for them to have that infused into their lives at such a young age because they kind of carry carry on with it right like dad look at me look what i can do so that part's really cool i think i think that's awesome that you're able to incorporate you know that your kids into like a workout regimen if it just kind of happens right like i think that's really great and you know there's so many people that come up with the excuse oh i can't do this i don't have the time yeah oh what am i going to do i got like a bunch of kids at home and stuff and that's the trap right Yeah. yeah Instead of saying I can't do something, why don't you train and turn it around and say, "Well, how can I make this happen?" Yeah. Right? Yeah. And everybody can do it. It's exactly. just if you choose to. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You make that choice, and sometimes, like I heard this all through college, think outside the box, think embrace the gray. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? Okay, so I've got my two young children with me. My wife's at work. I'm home with them. I want to get my workout in. Instead of saying, "Well, I can't do it because I've got the kids with me," it's the weather's nice okay you know get on your bike throw you in the stroller we're going out together and we'll take a pit stop at the park and you guys can play and we kind of mm-hmm. you know not just feel like i'm dragging them along so i can get my workout in or incorporate them and have something fun at home and if i can only get a 15 minute light workout in it's better than nothing it's better than sitting yeah. on the couch and not doing a thing That's so right. so if you're listening to this and you're struggling with with those pitfalls of saying you know i don't have time or all these excuses are coming up you can have time. Embrace the gray. <laughs> Absolutely. Think outside the box. Find find a way. Find, you know, you have the reason you want to do it. Just find a way to do it. And, you know, next thing you know, you've strung in two or three days together and you're on to something. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I mean, I've always thought, you know, even if someone goes to the track, okay, you're not running through streets or anything else. You can have the kids. There's, you know, climbers in the park. Yeah. There's, there's swings. Absolutely. And you've got, you know, a football, like, or a baseball or something there. Yeah. And they could bring a ball and, heck, they could ride around the track and do loops on their bike yeah. while you're running around the track, yeah. right? There's so many things that you can do uh, to make this happen. Yeah. Because when I was there at the track uh, this morning, with uh, Dennis came out because he wanted to do awesome. he wanted to do the same heartbeat or heart rate training I've been doing yeah. so he wants to do it now so we were out there day one um, and we, we did the test to see where he was at his fitness level his aerobic base and his aerobic base you know is starting at ground zero yeah. and now he's going to better himself and he's like yeah but it's so slow I'm like yeah, it's, it, it is going to be slow but while we were there there was a bunch of people out walking on the track, you know, they had their dogs with them, they had their little poop bags with them. It was people ever, it was amazing, right? Just to see people out there just doing their thing, Yeah. right? So there's never, uh, you know, we can lie to ourselves, we can believe, you know, our little, you know, pity party stories and stuff like that, but just go out and do this. Yeah, and like you said, you get to be part of the community with that too. Like you see everybody kind of out there doing their thing Mm. and, and you have that, that sense of community there. Like everybody's kind of doing the same thing and getting outside and enjoying the fresh air and stuff like that. I like it because you can make new friends too. Well, that's how we met, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. it was like, 
you know, running, we were out both for our own kind of runs and crossed paths and then we crossed paths again and here we are, right? So we've got the greatest podcast in Dufferin County now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, it's, the, it's, it's cool, right? Yeah. I mean... No, it is really neat. But speaking of community, I wanted to mention like so we've got our we've got our online community now, right? Our Trails Tales or Trail Tales running po- uh, podcast um, on Instagram. So I mean, we've got a great community here, and we've got and I thought I'd do this to kind of help boost our community and the businesses within our community because we've got some businesses that are following us. Yeah, of course. On here, so instead of, kind of I wanted to kind of I thought initially I'd just read the list of all the businesses that are following us, but I figure instead what we can do is is um, give shout outs to some of these people that are following us every once in a while on the show. So I figured today um, I would give a shout out. And the first shout out I picked was uh, Shelburne Family Chiropractic. And I picked that one because I'm a patient there, number one. So I know a little bit about them, right? So, um, and you, you go there as yep. well, right? So they don't just do chiropractic. They have osteopathic care, naturopath. What else? They got the registered massage therapy. You're naming it. They, they they even do cupping. Yes, they like, do. Oh. I think you can get acupuncture there. Cupping. Yes. I've had cupping done on my shoulder before too. So that was really helpful. Yeah. Um, so they've got they've got a great staff there. Doctor Richard Magder um, is is the main chiropractor there, and uh, yeah, they've been in Shelburne for I think three or four years now. Um, and they, they seem to be doing really well. Like I know a, a number of my friends have been there and. You know, they've turned around and said, oh my goodness, like they're so kind, caring, they really listen to your concerns and then they address your needs. It's well, that, that's, really what, cool. that's what I love about Richard too, is that I've, I've been to like several chiropractors over my life, right? And when I went to him, he's great because usually you go to a doctor, even a family doctor, if you want to say this too, you can go to a doctor and it seems like my experience has been... They deal with one thing at a time per visit, right? Yes. But people don't work like that. We can have multiple issues going on at the same time. So Richard's the only chiropractor that I've ever been to where I've been like, so what's going on today? I'm like, well, my shoulder hurts, my back hurts, my hamstring hurts. He'll address it all within that appointment, right? And he'll give you that time. It's not like he's not crackle pop. Okay, see you next week. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, let's work on the same thing. It's like tissue work, like deep tissue Massage, he'll do like active active muscle release therapy and stuff like that. And he'll do the, the crack and stuff too, right? So um, I always leave his office feeling better than I did walking in. So they're, uh, they're really good. Um, I've gone uh, to see Shannon. She's the osteopath there too, so I've had Shannon, treatments on her. Shannon is amazing. Shannon yeah, I, use, well, yeah. I use Shannon My as well. My wife's seen uh, the naturopath. I haven't met her yet, um, so I can't remember her name. But uh, my wife's seen her as well. So they're, they're a great clinic and they follow us on Instagram. And, you know, they're not paying us for this. None of the companies are. But I thought as, as you know, goodwill ambassadors for Dufferin County and we have all these kind of businesses following us, why not yep. help lift up, lift up our community as well, right? So some of the businesses that follow us, I haven't been to yet, but there's a... Bear, it's Bear Cub Coffee and Orange Roll. I want to go check them out because I'm a coffee lover as well. Yeah, maybe so, an option as well. So yeah, like all these other businesses, like I'm gonna go check out some of the ones that are following us too, right? To kind yeah, of get that I, experience. Absolutely, and I'll do a shout out to you know my company, you know, being with Roy, you know Royal LePage. Yeah. Um, I used to be a Remax guy, and I switched over to Royal LePage, and I really like like Royal LePage is Canadian. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic, and you know where where my head office is, um, they're just. They're good people, right? They yeah. do everything by the book. There's no paperwork's got to be the same way all the time, handed in. There's a certain way, and it makes the transaction go very, very uh, smoothly from like the back end office. Like obviously, you know, working with me as your agent, then obviously I'm a, I'm a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'll I, vouch you know, for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little biased, right? It's because it's me. Um, but I, you know, I try to, I help my clients and actually I have a couple of, there's a couple of clients actually, or that are following on our Instagram here. Cool, cool. So, but yeah, so I mean, I really look after people and just knowing that my office admin staff is going to be able to now support me just like I supported my, my clients when yeah. buying and selling, I know that it's going to, it's going to transition to a, into a nice position of you don't have to worry about anything. It's right. just all going to come together. Right. So, um, but yeah, because there is a lot of stuff that happens in the back end um, to make um, the transaction. Because you know, paperwork's got to go to the lawyer, mm-hmm. all the dot, all the I's dotted, T's crossed, all that kind of stuff. They really have a good eye to make sure all of that is in place. Yeah. So, anyways, that's that's good old Royal page. And I think 
good thing about having you as a real estate agent would be that, you know, you kind of run in all the towns you, you sell in and stuff too. <laughs> so like you can, instead of saying, oh, this town has a great walkability score. It's like, you know what? I know where all the good spots are. I can take you here, take you there. And whatever. You've got the inside information on the community where all the trails are and all that stuff it, too. It's so. funny. It's funny that you say that. I feel like I'm a, I'm a, a you know, a tour guide most, yeah, yeah, in yeah. most cases, right? Yeah. I remember uh, with one story. Uh, so Ryan last week, or was it last week or the week before when I did the podcast? That was a great show, by the way. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, Ryan was a great to, to interview. Um, Ryan and I um, and his wife, Karen, um, we were looking for a property yeah. in, in Guelph at the time. And we were looking and looking. And it was, it was hilarious because we're both runners. Like all three of us are runners. And an important thing was they needed to be on a trail. Yeah. Right, that was their big criteria. It has to be like really close to a trail. So it was kind of neat. So I actually parked and I ran from like the downtown. Yeah. Where like their goodness me grocery stores. So an organic grocery store, really cool. And I parked there and then I ran to the trails all the way to the house just to see how long of a commute yeah. and how many K it was. And I got back to him and let him know. And he's like that's flipping awesome. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I, But I mean, I know what it's like. He's yeah. a trail runner. He needs to know, right? And and to and so now he's got a place, literally, you, he walks out of his front of his house, like out his front door, and within 200 meters, he's on a trail. Perfect. And he's got like 10K in his in his backyard, basically. That's amazing. So, yeah. It's, it's, That's a runner's dream for sure. Oh, it is. I mean, there's all kinds of ideas that I would love this town to do, but... I don't know. About Get on council, man. Uh, so I'll, stay away, I'll, I'll stay away from the politics. I'll let I'll let all those other people do it because I'll tell you I can I can get more accomplished inside of council without the red tape. Oh yeah, I'll exactly. Any, any, any politician I've ever spoken to, um, they've always said you can be more productive outside of government yeah. than anything yeah. else. Government's very inefficient. <laughs> we'll just leave it. <laughs> Too much red tape. That's all. That's all they ever tell me. Exactly. Um, but yeah, man, so that's, uh, that's, I think that's really cool. I'm, I'm just really grateful for a lot of our followers. And, you know, um, maybe what we'll do is, is each week that we do this, maybe we'll, we'll do some other shout outs. That's to, what I was thinking. I'll, yeah, we'll, we'll pick, we'll pick somebody and just that random or whatever, and we'll throw it out there and do a little spot for them on the show and we'll tag them on the Instagram so they can know what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not, you know, just something nice to do, like I said, and be part of that community, right? Because I think we're both community minded individuals and i know you know we do have listeners around the world which is really cool right but it's cool to kind of do those shout outs to the people that are here so if you're ever are visiting uh the great dufferin county from across the world you kind of know where to go have yeah, some places absolutely and, and i think the other thing is is for any of you who are following us from other countries other locations across ontario and canada the us and and abroad then um, let us let other people know about our podcast, and, and we can always do a shout out um, to uh, to, to some of them. I mean, obviously, we wouldn't have tried, you know, their particular product or store unless they sent us something. Yeah, um, and then we could always review it. But um, but for the most part, I mean, if there's a great coffee shop in London that you wanted, you know, wanted your friends to know about, then hey, let us know. Yeah. Right. Sometimes the best advertising is word of mouth, and that's all you're getting on the show is our mouths flapping away <laughs> yeah that, I, it's nice if we can have some useful information to share with you every once in a while but one thing i would also love too whether you're you know at home or if you're abroad and you're listening get in touch with us if there's something you'd like to share whether through email or if you actually want to come on the show we can arrange for that too um it would be great to have people there and we'd love to hear your stories and and share it with with other people too i think it for myself anyways i'm listening to other running podcasts and whatnot when you hear somebody come on with their story it inspires you right so if we can be part of that too and inspire somebody else, I think that'd be pretty cool. So, and it can be even if you've just started, right? Yeah. And and Absolutely. it doesn't matter if you're an elite or whether you're a mid pack, back of the pack. It doesn't matter if you've just started and you have no idea what any of those things mean. Yeah. And the reason it doesn't matter is because we've all been there. Yeah, and we all remember what it's like to get started, right? And and I think when you're just getting started, that's the most exciting time because it's so fresh and new and. You know what I mean? And you're a got, sponge. You want to know so much. Absolutely. You know, you're not stuck in, in a rut or a routine or struggling. It's like, this is new and exciting and it's something really cool. So if you want to email us, um, it's trailtalesarp at gmail.com. 
And if you want to check us out on Instagram, it's trail underscore tails underscore ARP. And I'm glad you got all that figured out because I can't even remember. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I've said it enough times now, I guess. But uh, anyways, I think this is a good conversation, Dave, and it is getting that time. We've got to give the kids a bath. And we are done. Bed. School is tomorrow. It's Thanksgiving. It is. Happy Thanksgiving, yeah, everybody. We actually got to see each other face-to-face today. It's yeah, man. Day. I, you know, I'd, ra- I'd, I'd rather do these, but these our are schedule is, is so hard when we're all over the place, yeah, right? So yeah. We make it work, though, right? We, we oh, make it work. Of course. Of course. So anyways, um, that's a wrap, guys. So uh, I guess let's, let's lead it out with... Run wild. Run wild. We'll talk to you next week. Later.